Chapter 32 Bailey investigated his cell. It was a dome-shaped grotto with no windows and a low entrance with nothing to close over it. No door, he thought. Never seen a prison like this. Must be Kieran style. That suits me fine. The walls, ceiling, and floor were stone. The only article of furniture was a bed. Not a pleasant place to spend much time, he thought. Fine, I don't intend to. Sitting down near the entrance, he began concentrating on four rough-looking sentinels in the dusky hall outside. Their weapons were lengthy spears with tips appearing razor-sharp and made of bone. He watched the guardsmen's activities. Two were strolling back and forth, one was seated beside the opening, and another stood on the far side before a stairway. They're inexperienced, he thought. This could be easier than I expected. Because of Lowenval's hostility, Bailey was intent on a prompt departure. He stood up and put a hand on the border of the doorway. Stooping down, he looked out at the guards. Greetings, he said with a smile. Anyone speak English? The one sitting stood up. They stared at him, but said nothing. Clannisor Mum, said Bailey, doffing his captain's hat, mustering up the only Stekinor greeting he recalled. They glared at him. Edging a foot toward the passageway, he stepped through and stood up. The guards howled and pounded their weapons against the wall above him, one placing a spear's honed tip into his midsection and prodding him back into the cell. That didn't work, he thought, sitting down on the bed. Having twice escaped from jail, and yesterday from Shirley Palmer, it was beginning to dawn on him how foreign these circumstances were, and that his previous experiences might have little relevance here. He got up and went back to the opening. Bending over, he peered out again. The guards were doing just as before. He waved at them, then pointed a finger toward his open mouth. They looked at him curiously. One turned and climbed the stairs, disappearing around a corner. He reappeared moments later, flask in hand. Descending the stairs, he handed it to Bailey, then placed the tip of his lance in the human's stomach, edging him farther inside. In the meager illumination, Bailey tilted the container, pouring a small quantity of liquid into his hand. He tasted it. Water. He took a drink and put the container on the floor. Again, at the doorway, he pointed a finger at his mouth, rubbing his stomach at the same time. The watchmen frowned and growled, shaking their weapons at him. He sat down against a wall, watching them and thinking for a long time, unable to formulate a plan. Finally, a guard departed, returning with a platter and a bowl. Through the opening, the guard handed them to Bailey. On the plate was a pulpy purple mass and rough utensils. In the bowl was liquid. He tasted it, and it seemed a vegetable broth. He put a finger to the mass, then to his tongue. It tasted like fruit. He wasn't hungry, especially for Kieran food, but knew he needed strength and ate and drank what was provided. Having not slept at all the night before in Eric's room, he was becoming sleepy and lay down on the bed, trying to resist it. Before long, he was fast asleep. Awakening from a fitful slumber, he had no concept how much time had elapsed. Shaking cobwebs from his head, he remembered his predicament. He sat up nervously. I cannot stay here, he thought. He approached the entrance. Four new guardsmen were in attendance and glaring at him. In black uniforms and polished metal helmets, they bore sharp weapons like their predecessors. 
He sat down, observing them, and these sentinels didn't move. Eventually, becoming hungry, he pointed to his mouth and made chewing movements with his jaw. One guard climbed the stairs and disappeared around the corner. Three, he thought. The odds might not get better. Run! Bolting through the doorway, he headed for the only exit, the stairway. Three howling guards were quickly on him from behind, the fourth hastening down the stairs, screaming. Sharp tips of their weapons were pressed into his torso, neck, and forehead. He didn't move, and for some moments there was a standoff. He tried breaking free and did, but felt searing pain at his flank and forehead. He fled up the stairs, followed closely by pursuers. Four more guards appeared above, shouting and brandishing spears. Trapped, he stopped. The two companies of guards exchanging loud words in a foreign tongue. Instead of ushering him back to the cell, they gestured and pointed upward, apparently indicating he must climb. If you insist, he chuckled darkly, it's the only way out. Blood clouded his vision, and he wiped it away. He glanced down. His side was bleeding as well. Surrounded by guards, he started up the stairs, having no idea what fate was in store for him.